All right, so we're recording. Uh, this is our it's officially, I guess, the fourth episode, our yeah. second episode together, yeah. second episode of Shtick Talk, and um, yeah, I guess this one is it's not we're not gonna get carried away like last time. Yeah, where we uh, I think we were both like very enthusiastic yeah. last time. Uh, it went like three hours long. I think this time we have like no preparation at all, right, so right. I think it's just gonna be like a fluid. Um, fluid regular conversation just about uh just kind of a rundown of what went down in uh in guatemala so you feel ready of course yeah born ready shout out dennis who was in manitoba earlier i'm just curious about that like is um her family's from manitoba no her family's from indiana and yeah. they have like a house in manitoba but they're not they're like they're canadians though I right think, like i think the mom, she was born here i think she was born here grew up in indiana i think the mom is from canada or the right. dad i'm not sure all right dennis if you're listening i hope you're enjoying your time in uh manitoba <laughs> <laughs> yeah if that's possible um <laughs> yeah <laughs> let's get into um this trip so i guess i'll start from the very beginning like very very beginning when um we we booked a flight before the pandemic we booked flights to uh to ecuador yeah and um you know it was at the beginning of the pandemic and we uh we ended up getting a refund our flights were canceled and um no we didn't get a refund we, we, we got like a voucher kind of yeah, that's exactly what I meant. And um, with that voucher, you know, I still have it to this day. But because of that, I've been looking, you know, different options of places to go in Latin America. And I noticed that when I had a three week break between, you know, my last exam and the beginning of this new semester, my last semester, I knew I had to take that opportunity and and try to go somewhere, whether it's rebook a flight to Ecuador or uh, go somewhere else, I knew I just had to do it. Um, so I was looking first, you know, I was looking at first to go to Ecuador and uh, flights. Since, since it, opened, it opened up a bit more since COVID is like mm-hmm. stabilized I, there. I actually think, um, I actually think Canadians didn't need any like tests or anything to get in there. Oh, that's sick. Which is nice. And um, yeah, but of course the... The tickets were absolutely insane with Aeromexico. It was like 2400 bucks For Ecuador? Yeah. You're not going to Australia. You're going to Ecuador. Yeah. I, I never... I would never, ever pay like such a price. No. And... Um, Our trips will cost less than that. Yeah. My God. Um, yeah. What, what's going to Israel? Like less than... It's like a 1000 or something? Yeah. Like 1100 that. Like on average, I'd say. Right. 1200 high season. Yeah. Um, high season. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, so I was just looking at other options. Colombia, thought Colombia is like solo travel to Colombia. It's like yeah. that's crazy. You know, you gotta go with friends. You gotta save three weeks for the boys. Absolutely, and um, another yeah. And then I was looking at Mexico, just whatever options were available. And um, finally, I saw good tickets to Guatemala. It wasn't with um, Aeromexico, but I had a hundred dollars credit with uh, with the website that I booked on. And, um, you know, the tickets were cheap enough that if I got that $100 deduction, 
it would be pretty cheap trip and pretty cheap flight. So I decided to book it. Which airline did you fly with again? United? I flew there with Copa. I don't know if you ever heard of Copa. Panamanian? I, maybe. I think so. Yeah. And then, um, so basically I flew to Panama. Yeah. And then from Panama flew to, uh, to Guatemala. It was a really long layover, but yeah, it was cool. Um, you would have you would have needed a test to actually enter Panama. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. To, if I wanted to like leave the airport, I would have had to get tested, and that would be a whole headache. Yeah. Um, You've already been there too, so yeah. But it's cool how um, even on the layover, you like. I really felt like, damn, I'm in a different part of the world. It's like automatically the demographics change. <laughs> it's like also it's cool also that you see. Um, if any Jewish listeners like would find this cool too, it's like you'll see the the stores in the airport have like mezuzah. There's like um, kosher food over there, uh, which is cool. Um, what else? Yeah, it's like you'll you'll see Jewish religious families like speaking Spanish, which is nice. Um, That's something that always like surprises me when you see like you you think Jewish people oh they're speaking Hebrew, they're speaking English, like they're French. speaking French russian maybe True. then you hear spanish it's like oh wow it like catches your ear it's like oh damn. yeah it's like um and even weirder for me than spanish is like portuguese yeah with Brazilian i find that Jews. really cool yeah. yeah um yeah and then flew to uh flew to guatemala it's like when i arrived at the airport it's like uh every single other tourist that i saw went to um went to uh, on a shuttle to mm -hmm. antigua <laughs> yeah. and i was the only one uh going to uh into the city and it was like we arrived late at night it was like the end it was like uh we were maybe one of the last because i think the flight was delayed a little bit mm -hmm. and um it we was were like the an last, hour or something I yeah we were like the last flight to uh to arrive in guatemala or something on that day and um so i'm there like it's it's very late at night i'm in the city that has a, a really bad reputation and i order the the uber and you know thankfully i i order it it's on its way and then boom <laughs> there's a blackout in the airport and i'm like wow if i literally seconds after i ordered the uber so if i didn't order it like in time who knows It'll, I don't know. I don't want to say I would have been stranded like because all the it was so late at night that all the taxis started leaving too. They're like, OK, it's like there there's no more customers yeah. time to go home. So, um, yeah, I was I was lucky enough to get an Uber. And also it's late at night at 10 o'clock. They have a, a curfew over there. Oh, really? Yeah, there was a curfew. And um, so I arrived maybe 11, maybe. I don't know. I don't remember the exact time. But, yeah, I just kept thinking like, wow, if I didn't. Uh, if I didn't order it, like, in that exact time, like, who knows what could have happened. And because, you know, when there's a blackout, there's no Wi-Fi either. Yeah. And at that time, I didn't have a, a SIM card or anything. And, um, yeah, so I guess that that's not day one, but I guess that's the first day of travel. Yeah. And then um, second day, I'm in this place called Kayala, something it, like that. It's like a nice area. It's like a really nice area. When you think Guatemala City, you don't think anything too fancy. You don't. You think like barrios, basically. Yeah, a lot of it is is pretty dangerous, pretty sketchy, yeah. and you know, dirty, rundown. That's why no one stays there. You go. That's why you said all the people are straight to Antigua. Yeah, and there's also nothing really to see in in right. Guatemala City. So, this is like a nice area. 
it's very uh fake feeling like yeah fake and it's like you know how the there's like chinese uh replica cities cities, you know so this is like kind of uh trying to be european yeah you sent me pictures i was like looks like you're in like south of spain somewhere like something goofy like that that's exactly like the look that they're going for um so yeah i kind of stuck around there for the first day um nearby there was like golf so yeah i was like i you know i I think like a few days i don't know if it was a few days or a week or two weeks before uh before i left we we played golf so i still had that like kind of itch or whatever to to go play hit some balls yeah it was uh also like because it was my first trip maybe there was like uh, i'm not gonna lie like a bit of tension in me so i was like i want to relieve that yeah and um so yeah go hit some balls and um (laughs) so that was fun and then after after golf i was like okay time to because i didn't go in with plans of where i was going to stay each night i knew my last night and i knew my first night so you so, really like roughed it out not roughed yeah, it out, but you really like on the fly That's cool. yeah it was like yes roughed it out but also like yeah it was totally like spontaneous um yeah i, I think i forgot to mention it was like after i did my last final exam like five days before my trip that's when i booked my flight like i didn't know where i would be five days later (laughs) so um yeah it was totally spontaneous and um yeah so that day like that morning before i left to uh go golfing i like looked at hostels in guatemala city that you know i'd be able just to sleep for the night because uh yeah just like sleep there and then go to antigua in the morning so i'm ordering my uber you know uber is um here if if someone's listening to this you're like wow you're wasting all your money on ubers like no this is like the easiest and safest way to get around the country and it's like very affordable so like it's better than taxis for the most part taxis because you don't know if they're going to charge you more at the end or they're going to kind of screw you over with the price yeah in in general i think in some of these countries like mexico city they tell you like not to use the taxis yeah other places maybe um i don't know if they'll rip you off or or maybe they're just not trustworthy or there's like fake taxis out there. Yeah. So at least Uber, you're more secure. Um, you know, it's a reputable, it has a good reputation in the company. So, um, yeah. And then I, I'm looking at the options for, for Uber and I see there's like uh, three options. There's like the regular one and then there's like, uh, no, UberX is the regular one. And then there's like the fancy one uber black I think. yeah uber yeah. black and then there's um another one which is like motorcycle yeah. <laughs> i was like what it's like and then i see it's like half the price of the regular uber so i'm like all right let's what, do it what are the prices for example for like just so people will know yeah sure so maybe uh this was like let's say a 15 minute drive mm-hmm. so maybe it was like um maybe like three bucks regular that's chill and then like a dollar fifty for the motorcycle you're with the back like, you're with a backpack you yeah. have no luggage why not hold exactly. it on for dear life yeah i, I had a, a backpack and then i had a uh just like a not a garbage bag but like a shopping bag with yeah. um a sweater and like some protein bars or whatever right, things right. like that yeah. uh just random things that i couldn't fit in my bag and um yeah so i order the the cheap you know motorcycle it was like 15 minutes why not it's uh it's gonna be fun (laughs) just to preface when was the last time on a motorcycle before that yeah um first time oh man (laughs) yeah first time on a motorcycle have you been on a motorcycle uh i don't think so yeah maybe a dirt bike but i don't even think that Mm. no 
Wow. I feel like it's rare and like unless someone's like dad or uncle or yeah. whatever has a motorcycle or friend even like none of our friends yeah, right. are dangerous people <laughs> no it's like and also i think just in our weather it's like impractical you could only use it for like a yeah. few months in the year also montreal potholes mm-hmm. you're not gonna want to drive a motorcycle here crazy drivers potholes yeah. it's like you're screwed yeah if uh, if you hit one of those you go flying yeah and um so i decided to use it wow that was like a really frightening experience really? like yeah it was fun like like adrenaline all that but right. it was uh it was pretty scary like i had to hold on um p- viewers can't see this but i had to like hold on to the back and um i was expecting when the guy showed up i was expecting him to uh to like open his seat and you know how you could like open the seat and there's like a little compartment yeah. where you could put your bag or whatever yeah, yeah. no nah, there was none of that no he it was a dirt bike i think or like a kind of kind of a dirt bike kind that, of yeah, yeah. And i don't think those have no so um, did, he, did he at least have an extra helmet for you no he didn't no oh no. my god <laughs> yeah there was none Man, of that you were going like commando on shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it um that's like that well, yeah, okay that was what, scary. what was more dangerous um the motorcycle in guatemala or uh the back of the the pickup truck in Puerto definitely Rico? this definitely, definitely this. this okay yeah um i've been in pickup trucks before like in mexico I mean, yeah. just uh messing around uh, but this is like way more dangerous because, um, and also, yeah, so there was no, nowhere to put my bag. So I'm like, I have my bag, um, in back of me, like, uh, on my back yeah. and then I have, I'm also holding something. So like, we're like zooming through traffic. We're like going uphill, downhill oh on highways, like going fast, uh, going through like legit, like barrios almost oh like, like sketchy, sketchy neighborhoods. Like every time we stopped, I was like man just like keep going because yeah. i don't know if like some other person is gonna go on a motorcycle like snatch my bag yeah. or like i had no idea what was gonna happen and um yeah we just drove through like really scary looking neighborhoods like i've never seen in my life um just like um drug addicts homeless people yeah. like wow like what an experience i'm, I'm glad it was such a short ride but right. um imagine taking that all the way to antigua yeah it's it's doable it, it actually is i think it's like uh maybe an hour ride or yeah. something or less but um that's an hour on your butt on a motorcycle yeah it can't be on. too comfortable no <laughs> um so that was crazy and i remember at some point i i was like really frightened because we're getting close to the hostel and um in the middle of the street in the middle of the intersection there's like um four four guys they look like late teens early 20s and um three of them are like standing in the middle of the intersection and then there's one guy who's like running up to cars and like knocking on their windows and i was like oh man they're like robbing people or something like i had no idea what was going on and um so i was like praying that like the the (laughs) The, the driver like just keep driving yeah. keep driving like he was slowing down i was like why, why are you slowing down yeah. and um yeah and then we we got to the to the hostel and uh he drops me off and i don't know what kind of neighborhood this is like it turns out it wasn't a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. but i just didn't know the area and um and he drops me off and it's like a and there's like a cafe man where's the place and then there's like a few doors down but i was like in panic but i was like yeah. bro don't leave me here in this <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> <It was laughs> like, <fucking> barrio. yeah <laughs> and um 
yeah, it turns out that they, and then, yeah, it was nice in the hostel. There was like, I spoke with some people from uh, Ireland, the UK. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, everyone was telling, like, even there, people were like, yeah, what are we doing here? It's like, there's nothing to do in the city. It's just like people that are like between places that are yeah. like on the way somewhere or that they have to like fly somewhere the day after. So like yeah. they want to be near the airport. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, the day after, um, I leave, go to Antigua and, um, did you find out what those kids were doing on the street in the end or no? Yeah. So I was about to say, oh, okay, okay. um, so I'm in the Uber the day later cause I had the, I was looking at the options for how to get to Antigua and that's like the main touristy town in Guatemala. Yeah, exactly. It's like the colonial, mm-hmm. uh, colonial town, old capital probably. I think so. Yeah. And uh, it's nice. It has like uh, uh, the backdrop is like volcanoes yeah. and stuff. It's yeah. cool. And um, uh, I'm looking at different ways, different options of how to get there. I see like a uh, bus, like they have regular buses uh, for the locals. They We Chick- call them chicken buses. Yeah. And um, they have like tourist buses. They're um, kind of like shuttles. Yeah. Well, they're, yeah, I think there's like even kind of coach buses oh, and really? then there's shuttles and yeah or maybe not coach buses but like a bit Larger, nicer buses yeah. yeah um that they call tourist buses um and those were also like those were like between 16 and 23 dollars let's say and the uber was like 15 bucks i was like this is perfect just take took the uber yeah. it's like you have your own personal driver in a sense that takes you from exactly where you're leaving to exactly where you have to go you don't have to make any reservations yeah. beforehand and like go to a bus stop or whatever and to a specific location and they drop you off at let's say the main plaza and mm-hmm. you have to go from there to your hostel it's like just yeah it was perfect and i was also i was definitely wanted to use the chicken bus i it was uh it's obviously the the by far cheapest option but i was looking online and it's like yeah if, if you're going like don't go don't use it in guatemala city like use it sure if you're in the countryside right but if you're in guatemala city like don't bother it's it's gonna go through like bad neighborhoods um it's very normal to get like uh i'm not the, the word that my uber driver used a lot was assaulted he's like you're gonna get assaulted he's mm-hmm. like always use that word um you probably get like they go through maybe the bad neighborhoods and people come on to the bus and like they wave a gun maybe and people have yeah. like jewelry mm-hmm. or money or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah, they said it's like a normal thing that people come on with guns or something and just uh, one by one and take whatever from you. <laughs> and um, especially like as a foreigner. Who, oh, they're going to go to you first. Yeah, like uh, as much as I would like to, like I can't blend in even with clothes or whatever, you know, Yeah. some places, maybe Europe or Israel or I don't know, maybe even Russia, like yeah. some parts you could blend in based on how you dress how yeah. you maybe in, your haircut or yeah. something but in guatemala like for the nah, most part no it's can't. more uh, indigenous looking mayan people yeah much darker yeah. um i'm like borderline yeah i'm like i guess a blanco over there yeah and um You're, you look like a gringo there yeah yeah for sure um obvious foreigner yeah um <clears throat> Yeah, for some reason, I got Spain quite a bit. People asked me if I was from Spain. Maybe because, did you speak Spanish to them? Or yeah. That's why, yeah. Yeah. I could see it too. Yeah, sure, why not? Um, and then, um, yeah, so I asked the Uber driver, when we're just leaving uh, Guatemala City, we see again those kind of guys in the in the street, but this time everyone's relaxed, like, 
no, everyone's at ease. So I'm like, hey, what are those guys up to? It's like, oh, they sell hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> they so, literally selling glizzies. <laughs> yeah, so that's the funniest thing. Yeah, <laughs> glizzy glizzies. sellers, yeah, glizzy vendors. So that's the thing. It's like I'm in this country where I was like so paranoid. So like yeah. everyone's out like, bro, just doing their thing. Yeah. It's like it was a good feeling. I felt much more relaxed yeah. throughout the trip after that. I was like, whenever you're so suspicious, like. They're probably selling hot dogs. It's, yeah, it's probably something chill. It's like people just going about their day um it's not that crazy of a country yeah. but um, it's not it's not afghanistan no yeah it's like broad daylight just yeah. like uh there's also like police presence so like i don't mm-hmm. think people would be able to get away with uh just mugging people in the streets um what's the mask situation like there yeah so masks are uh, mandatory mm-hmm. um in even public? outside yeah, yeah. Uh, even just walking in the street, it's like you'll get a ten. What is it like ten dollar fine or something if you don't uh, if you don't wear one? And I've never seen them enforce it. I I was wearing it. Why not? It's not my country, so I'll obey the laws of the country. Right. But it's kind of like Puerto Rico, where in public we we had to wear masks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. And um, S- South and Central America took like a stronger. Uh, approach to to covid from what i understand from like at the beginning maybe in guatemala it's still like strongly enforced like at the beginning of covid like all these countries like put on a mask put on a mask like cause they, and like imposing curfews and all yeah. that and so the entire uh, the entire time you were there there was a curfew yeah i had no idea yeah and um yeah so the the whole curfew and masks thing it, it was really starting to get enforced um only a few days before i left really it was like maybe three days before i left yeah because uh, apparently, like, you don't notice it. Like, apparently the Delta variant was, like, uh, pretty rampant. <laughs> like, okay. Because um, a lot of the population isn't vaccinated. Really? Over there, yeah. Like, not yet. Um, it is a third world country, so they're mm-hmm. probably going to get the vaccine last, unfortunately. Yeah, like, a lot of the vaccines that they do have is, like, uh, donated from the U.S., like, right. extras that they have. Um, yeah, and then... I don't know what to say about uh show up in antigua it was uh, a nice city uh trying to think like yeah it was like it was kind of rainy a lot um trying to think yeah and also like in the uh in the park there was like a main plaza park whatever you want to call it um i see a lot of the the women are dressed in like traditional clothing and stuff and I was like, kind of, uh, not confused, but I was like, is this for real? Is it like, mm-hmm. do these people just come here, dress like that for the day? And then, because yeah. I don't know, a I have that town. mentality. Yeah. yeah. I was like, yeah, do they come here just to like sell their stuff and then go home dressed regularly? Mm-hmm. So like, I went, um, I think it was like the day after I arrived there. I think just the day there, I, I was probably like checking out the markets, just like walking the streets, stuff like that. And the day after, I decided to go to this town called um, Santa Maria mm-hmm. de Jesus. And that's like a town that I think was one of the highlights of my trip. And also, yeah, just because it was one of these places that's like so low-key, like no one visits it. And it was like, it, it's a nice town that's like 100% Mayan, basically. It's yeah. like all the women, like... Every woman I saw, like, dressed in traditional clothing. 
and um how did you hear of this town yeah it was like only i was looking like websites looking because like a few days before like i have to start thinking like what am i going to do on this trip once i'm in whatever town for a few days what day trips am am i going to do um so you know i'm looking day trips from antigua they all say the same thing go to this volcano go to that volcano go to this go to that go to the lake go to uh, yeah go to a coffee farm go to whatever yeah well we did a coffee farm in puerto rico yeah exactly and um and then only on like one youtube channel i see this guy's like i highly recommend he's like going through his itinerary and he's like i highly suggest like go to santa maria de jesus it's like a very authentic town mm-hmm. um yeah, very nice place, and go on, like, certain days when the market is, uh, you know, is in full swing. Yeah, it makes you wonder how he found out about it. Yeah, I I don't know, it could be, like, maybe from other travelers, and, right. and also, like, he mentioned that, um, in the video, he mentioned that, like, zero other tourists were there, mm-hmm. so that automatically, like, sparked something yeah. in my yeah. head, I was like, okay, no I gotta go there. Yeah um and whether you, whether it's cool or not yeah. i decided yeah and you didn't see any other like tourists no nobody in, wow it was just me and um how did you get there check-in bus i got there with an uber okay and then i was speaking to the guy and he's i got his number down and everything he's like because i asked him i was like this place is half an hour away from antigua i was like are there going to be any ways to any ubers like to bring me back and he's like honestly probably not so I took down his number and um, and I was like, okay, I'll contact him when I'm done and he'll come pick me up. I told him like, I'll even give you a tip, whatever, mm-hmm. uh, for doing that. And, you know, he, uh, I, I'm done. It, it started raining at, the, at some point after like maybe three hours of me being there mm-hmm. or maybe even three, four hours. Yeah, whatever. <clears throat> and... Um, I'm like, okay, I decide to call him. It starts, yeah, like I said, it's pouring. And I call him, no answer. And, uh, you know, I call him like three times, no answer. And then right right there, like at that moment, there's a... Because at the chicken buses, it's... um, You don't have to like walk up and ask them like, okay, where's this going? Mm-hmm. They're actually like, there's someone outside like screaming like, Antigua, Antigua. I was like... And they sit, like they repeat it screaming out loud. So I just go in the bus um. And yeah, and then once I'm in the bus, he starts calling me. It's uh, like, man, it's like, so too late. Too yeah, late. it's like either um, you snooze, you lose. Mm-hmm. It's like either gonna be a few bucks, or um, or like fifty cents or like sixty cents. So you know, opted for the sixty cents. Fifty cents and a and a cultural experience. Yeah, that's it. And also, like, I'm at that point where I'm not gonna I'm not gonna wait for this guy. No, no, no. Um, in the rain too. Who knows is, how far he is too exactly and i think the rain was the thing that like made me have to leave like right away mm-hmm. also like i was saying that this place was one of the highlights of of my trip um yeah it was like a really really special place it was like it felt like kind of um me like entering their universe because like antigua i don't know it's not it doesn't lack uh authenticity but it's like you can tell it's touristy. Yeah, it's like you can tell all the backpackers go there. Yeah, yeah. when when you yeah backpackers and even like regular travelers too, mm-hmm. um, like there are really nice hotels there. For example, that like older people could go to, and you know, nice cobblestone streets that they'll appreciate it. Um, yeah, 
but you know when when you see the when you see the like indigenous people coming to the park and like selling stuff it feels like they're coming into your world it's like yeah yeah. it's like tourists kind of own the place and you know they feel like the minority unless you're like in antigua there is like a, a very local market that once you're in the outside like when you're in the outskirts of it you'll see the tourists and it's really big but once you like get deep in it's like all just local stuff it was like all the tourists like disappear but in this place it was like i felt like i was infiltrating like and ent- entering their world it was yeah. like really really cool to be the only one that looked different right and um yeah it was, it was nice to see also how the people live like they're laughing they're like even though they're working like they're laughing they're making jokes yeah. and they're um, it's innocent it's yeah innocent. it's, very it's like innocent. pure exactly was like, everyone friendly yeah everyone was friendly um and another thing that you notice is that like people work at like all ages like yeah. you have people working that are like 80 years old you have people working that are like eight and seven years mm-hmm. old is like or even younger um and i don't know if it's because it's like summer like time is off for um for like summer break yeah. or whatever but it's like man it's people um kids are like working hard it's like i even had this weird thought that like i want to bring my kids in the future like to yeah. a country like this like that's the thing it's like i don't want to traumatize them i don't want to be like hey look at these kids look at them working so hard look, yeah. what are you doing you little brat like no i know <laughs> of course not I, i'm not gonna say anything to them i just want them to notice you know they'll notice on their own like kids working hard um you know they let the kids be kids too it's like they do their thing and then they go play with their friends yeah. but it's like come help dad at the shop for two hours and yeah go play it's with like friends, it's or... like a family affair it's like yeah. a kid might be um you know maybe the dad or the mom yeah usually the mom usually like uh, ladies are taking care of the market stuff but let's say the market um the ladies like taking care of the money like and the kid will be like handing you the merchandise mm-hmm. and like taking care of everything giving them like a work ethic from a young age yeah and i think that's something that like yeah kids definitely uh they lack that here is like you don't see any kids on ipads it's like <laughs> kid, <laughs> kids kind of like tell their parents what to do it's like you'll never see that over there um i saw kids like carrying things that look like triple their weights it's like it's like so crazy yeah. and um yeah it was just eye-opening to see how um it's like a nice culture shock yeah it was nice it was really nice and um yeah i found it like pretty easy to communicate also with them Mm -hmm. another interesting thing is like um a lot of times like you'll hear spanish but in those towns in those villages like you'll hear a lot a lot of uh the the local language i I think think it's called like quechua no 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 quechua is uh south america Mm. could be quechua is like peru i think in mayan they speak there because they speak it there they speak it there they speak in like chiapas and yucatan they speak it in belize too they speak what mayan oh really i think it's like i I don't know if that's like the official name but it's it's like the mayan language of Uh that area interesting it sounds completely different to spanish right yeah it sounds like a kind of an asian language really yeah like maybe uh southeast asian kind of language yeah it's really really weird Mm -hmm. and then yeah it was just cool to see how they live it's like the way they um the way they make a living kind of a simple life over there but they work hard and it, yeah it's, it doesn't look like an easy life at all um but they look happy that's what matters 
Yeah, they, they, they look happy generally. They don't know that like they're missing out on like fancy air iPod iPads and big cars and whatever. But like, yeah, who knows? That could even be better than what we have here. Who knows? Yeah, yeah I'm I'm not really sure. Like, <laughs> kind of made me uh, more grateful to be yeah, from here. Of course. Um, yeah, that's a weird thing. It's like the grateful, the gratitude thing is so strange because. In one way, I, I was so grateful to be in that place and experience that culture. But at the very same time, I was grateful not to be there, yeah. uh, not to be from there. Yeah, you're grateful to be where you are and you're grateful to have had the experience to go there and see yeah, yeah, the, yeah. a different world, basically. Right, like grateful to have been like lucky enough to be able to see mm-hmm. them, how they live, but grateful that I I'm, I'm, don't live like that. Yeah. Um, but to be able to witness it, it kind of... Um, maybe humbles you or you realize you're not better than anyone else yeah Um, we're all the same at the end of the day yeah and then i'm losing track exactly of the days but i'm Mm -hmm. just gonna assume that the day after uh was the volcano hike um yeah because even if i did go back to antiqua it was probably just more of the same um yeah and that was really interesting so um it was probably one of the most difficult things like most challenging things i've done uh both physically maybe even mentally Mm -hmm. um how how long was the hike up i'm gonna say so hard to say because you know we take breaks and uh lunch break and resting every few minutes and you get lost Um, with the time and yeah i definitely get lost with the time it's like i didn't really check uh, my watch either like Mm -hmm. what time we left what time we got there but People say, some people say four hours, some people say six hours. I'll say roughly five, yeah. It's still long, it's like... Yeah, it's very long. Especially if, like, you're not someone who hikes often, right? Yeah. Like, your cardio is good, but, like, hiking is like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. My my cardio is good, my endurance is good, Um, but, yeah, this is just uh, a different animal. It's all uphill, and it's sticky, and, like... Yeah, it's uphill. It's actually, um, sometimes it gets pretty cold and um it started raining on it like started raining all of a sudden yeah. when we were um most of the like towards the end and um i was worried because some people say that like they do the whole hike they do everything and then they get no view it's like all clouds uh, so i was like oh man like i didn't do it for the few but i was like could you imagine if we go all the way there yeah. and like you just it's gonna rain the entire yeah. time uh thankfully it didn't rain it all cleared up and we had like some of the best views. Yeah, I, I saw the pictures. I was like, damn. Yeah. I was like, shit. Like, that's like, uh-huh. you were on top of the world there. Yeah, it, it really felt yeah. that way. It was like we were walking and, and then you see like the clouds are like beneath us. Mm-hmm. It's like, what? I don't clouds think I've are... ever experienced that before. No, it's like, like that's something you'd feel on a plane, not like. Exactly. Yeah. Even in an airplane, like many times you're um, like in the clouds or yeah. like this is like above. above wow, yeah. this is, that was like so weird. And, um, yeah, it was, it was really interesting, too. It was, like, we were a group of uh, 14 people. Like, I already told you this, but it was um, me, two people from Florida, and, like, 11 people from Israel. So, like, it was, uh, yeah, it, that was really fun, too, uh, to be able to speak with people from Israel, yeah. meet them. And, Did you speak to them mainly in Hebrew? Um, so, like, sometimes they would speak to me in either Hebrew or English, and I would mostly respond in English. Mm-hmm um because they all understand it but right. yeah like occasionally I'd, I'd say like some things in hebrew and stuff mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, it was just nice to be in a foreign country where you don't know anyone, but yet there there's like many other um, travelers that kind yeah. of um, have a similar identity to you. And it feels Even, like almost like your home. Like, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it was like a, a feeling of, of comfort. Mm-hmm. Were there two people from Florida Jewish too? No, no that would have been so funny. Yeah, so it was like 12 Jews and out of 14, uh, yeah. out of 14 people and um yeah it was a great time it was um even just not just the uh the hiking part but it's like also if you're lucky enough to get a good group like you'll Mm -hmm. you'll be tight and um yeah that's that's also a nice thing just the camaraderie aspect of it and the feeling that like you're you're all in this together yeah everyone's pushing each other to go and climb yeah and um yeah, I also said it was, like, mentally one of the hardest things, too, because there were times where, like, I'm asking myself, like, why in the world would I do this? It's like, <laughs> yeah, Every I was time like, I go hiking. Yeah, I was like, I don't even like this kind of stuff. Yeah. It's like, um, but I kept telling myself, like, there's nothing I can't do. It's like, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I came all the way here. I'm going to do this. Yeah. Like, it's just, just keep walking. It's like, it's fine. It's like, even because, you know, the altitude is like, making your head like hurting uh give you a bit of a headache like sometimes you'll feel a bit nauseous whatever and uh you know hungry cold is like Mm -hmm. just a combination of just a bunch of things like your legs obviously are killing um but yeah i did it and and i think after doing it I, i just felt so proud uh yeah it's a feat it's a huge feat you know you did an overnight hike i don't think many people have done that like like in our friend group at least like no and I never thought I would do it yeah, either. Like, because you're not a. I, I wouldn't even, yeah. you know. People just bring up the thing of like sunrise hike, and I was like, ugh, you know, like, <laughs> just that by itself is sounds gross to me. But I did like an overnight plus a sunrise. Is like, yeah. So if you're in a foreign country, it's different because there it's like it's part of the experience. Here it's like, eh. Yeah, I guess so. Is yeah, I I witnessed things that I never thought I would witness mm-hmm. in my life. Like, like volcano eruptions and like also waking up at 3 30 a.m to like yeah. do another hike where again i was hungry uh tired yeah you know it's like even though it's cold it's like somehow you're still sweating and it's like yeah. it's just like you get it's a feeling of everything yeah it's windy it's yeah um yeah like you said it's a feeling it's like everything would you recommend it for people like younger people our age to to do that if they're in guatemala yeah i think yeah. uh I think it's something you have to do if you're there. Yeah. If you if you go all the way to that country and you don't do it, it's like yeah. you're totally missing out. And it's it's not it's affordable too. It's like fifty US dollars for everything. Yeah, it was fifty US dollars. It's nothing. They give you um they give you well, there's a tent, there's a sleeping bag, um, you know, coffee you just uh, show up with three your, meals a day. With clothes on your back and that's it? Yeah, you're supposed to bring a backpack okay. and um they give you like those they give you like ponchos three yeah they give you like ponchos for rain they give you they give you like uh three liters of water or something nice. um they give you uh, a winter jacket they give you gloves and like a a scarf it's not you know those um anti-maskers that they have that thing around their yeah, neck and they yeah. pull up so that too but it's like to keep your neck warm neck, yeah um what else yeah it's just like they give you everything you need for for a overnight hike they kind of what's weird is for anyone that's um that's listening or considering going uh they try to sell it as a two-day hike Mm -hmm. which i'm i'm not sure why like i get it sure it was like 
it might start saturday and end sunday but yeah. it's still like 28 hours yeah. um so i don't know they try to sell it as a two-day hike but it's really just a overnight hike yeah like a one-day hike i guess and you wake up in the morning like when you're halfway up the mountain basically and like even probably further up and then you hike another hour and then you're at the top um so yeah when you're when you're at the campsite mm-hmm. that's where you uh that's where you sleep you wake up and it's an hour and a half up and the way down feels like 20 minutes because it's like um it was like I, I think the way down was like a different path but it was like soft sand almost it's oh, not sand but it was it's like vol- it's volcanic like uh, ash yeah so we were like borderline like sliding down oh, that's <laughs> and, fun yeah it was very very fun and um, you're all the, you're at the bottom in 20 minutes not, 20 not minutes. the bottom not the bottom oh uh, back but, to the campsite okay yeah my bad um and then from the campsite to the bottom is like two three hours it's always easier downhill yeah, yeah much easier but also it really hurt my toes because like i you keep pressing like against yeah. your shoes yeah you gotta wear good shoes like good yeah. like hiking right right yeah that's um another thing is like i would um i would probably prepare more mm-hmm. if i do any other big hikes in the future maybe like instead will, of yeah, instead just, of bringing like regular shoes you just wear boots when you're there yeah so that's what like all the israelis were like wearing boots and stuff are they wearing like those those like teva boots with like no laces kind of like the mm, you know what I know i'm talking what you about mean, yeah, yeah. blundstones or yeah 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 those ones those ones no 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 they're no, wearing no, no. like high hiking, hiking boots, boots okay. yeah i think uh i think they all they were all prepared because i think when they do these trips they do a lot of hiking yeah so they so probably they have bring, the yeah. proper pants the proper boots the proper everything is like also another thing for people that might go do this hike it's called uh the akatenango volcano hike um it there's um when you arrive there there's like sti- uh walking sticks that you mm-hmm. could buy uh not buy rent for like uh a dollar let's say or less um no like 50 cents i would say and yeah definitely get that it's gonna help you uh on the way up on the way down it's it's a must it's uh it's a very small price and and it's gonna help you a lot yeah. um and yeah i think just the the time up there was very nice with uh with the people and what else can i say i was just it was a feeling of pride i don't care so much about the the hiking and the views is just a bonus it was just like yeah. that feeling of uh accomplishment, accomplishment yeah. which was really cool as, uh, as david goggins says uh, stay hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah definitely a little bit inspired yeah. by goggins but um yeah it's always cool to push yourself yeah so cool thing i i want to say about um about this kind of traveling in general like backpacking is that when you meet people let's say people i met in um in uh what do you call it in guatemala city that i like spoke with in the hostels like i met them a few days later in in like antigua and like spoke with them again and it's like that's a cool thing it's like a lot of these people they're doing similar routes yeah so it's like you you bump into the same people yeah and it's like wow it's so crazy how you're like in a foreign country yeah, you're like seeing some uh, f- uh, familiar faces. Yeah, everyone does like a similar kind of route. Yeah, exactly. Um, so after the hike, I went to San Pedro, mm-hmm. which is on the lake. The lake is like also another, it's called uh, Lake Atitlan. You know that already. Yeah. And um, it's also like another must-see thing in, um, in Guatemala. And I'm trying to think how it was created. It was like, 
I think many, many years ago, it was like a volcanic eruption mm-hmm. or something like that. It was like created a massive hole and then in the ground and then became a lake, like a, a big, big lake. And um, around this lake, I think there's, I don't know the exact number, maybe like 11 or 13 uh, villages or towns. And my original plan was to, I thought I, I had enough time. I had like four or five days in around Atitlan and I thought I would definitely have time to like go hit up most of the villages like at least the ones that I want to see I want mm-hmm. to see like maybe six or seven ended up seeing like maybe three or four <laughs> but yeah that, that was a cool thing though it was like um my my plans weren't too rigid I thought I'd be able to hit up sometimes like two three per day you know different villages but yeah. in reality it's like by the time you hit up one it's like or even two, yeah, just even one. It's like you go to one, you spend a few hours there. It's like okay, it's already like four p.m. Time to head back. By the time you head back, it's like six or whatever. Yeah. Time to have dinner. Time to you know just relax. Um, you don't want to feel like it. you're in a rush. You want to enjoy like mm-hmm. where you're at, and, like fully take it in, obviously. Exactly, and like just bouncing around from one village to the other. Like I didn't really want to do that. Also. Yeah, San Pedro was more of a laid-back place anyway, so it's like, let's say the mornings, most of the time in the morning, I wasn't like, besides one morning that I went to a place called San Juan, which was also a really nice uh, town, It was. Um, it's a lot more authentic than San Pedro. Mm-hmm. San Pedro is like the backpacking um, uh not headquarters like the main main like place like, uh yeah. the, the central air backpacking area like yeah <laughs> let's call it base yeah. yeah um yeah the main place and um yeah so this is like one town down like one town nearby mm-hmm. and it's like totally different totally local uh very nice very like kind of pretty whatever is like a lot of mountains in the back tuk-tuks Nice. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot of tuk-tuks, which is really cool. To get like, between the towns, you would take uh, chicken buses or tuk-tuks? Uh, tuk-tuks, nice. yeah. Um, so if it's a nearby town, you could take a tuk-tuk, mm-hmm. which would cost you around a dollar. Uh, but if it's like a, some of the towns are not very close, so uh, you have to take a, a boat. So oh, I, I took uh, the local boats to, to some of the towns, yeah uh that's also like really really fun um and it's also probably really cheap too yeah it was like 25 yeah it was like let's say three dollars that's nothing yeah exactly nothing yeah and um so that was cool too um this town yeah i I just remember how cheap it was compared to like san pedro was dirt cheap but Mm -hmm. this place san juan was like even cheaper and and, like i couldn't wrap my head around it dollar Um, meals yeah literally dollar meals um first time in my life having dollar meals it was like such a cool thing it's like plus drinks included in the yeah. dollar meal it's like um and this ain't no mcdonald's no and it was cool it was like i remember telling you and i think i told bradley also it was like that day i spent like um for a night in a hotel a haircut and lunch was like grand total of of nine dollars oh, it's like drubinsky video right yeah there. and uh i guess if you throw in the the tuk-tuk rides it's like eleven dollars total nothing yeah it, it was cheap one experience man it was like yeah i had to like go get um uh shampoo like uh whatever mm-hmm. also like i got a 
something for like 30 cents. It was like Pantene. It was like good, you know, it's not uh, like an actual garbage, brand. Like yeah. actual brand, yeah. It's like 30 cents. I was like, what? Like, where am I? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I got like a full meal, like two bucks. It's like really, really crazy. Um, yeah, I wish uh, I wish you'd be able to experience that because, yeah, yeah I love, uh, we both love like the idea of budget travel. Yeah. So uh, that was like really a perfect place for mm-hmm. that get your values worth get your money worth out of like every penny basically yeah and, and it's like every time you're buying something it's like it's low-key like hard to spend more than five dollars in one yeah. shot it's like it's crazy it's like you really have to ball out if you're spending more than like five six bucks yeah. um well it's like it's like backpacker like heaven basically mm-hmm. would you say like from what you've heard most of central america maybe other than panama and costa rica is like around that price like you can live off like 10 15 dollars a day so probably uh, probably Mexico is similar in some parts. Mm-hmm. And um, El Salvador and Honduras, I really don't know. Yeah. I'm going to guess it's around the same. Probably. Maybe and then even like cheaper. You don't know because like, there's less tourists there even. Yeah, that's yeah. very possible. And Nicaragua is even cheaper. Nicaragua is, yeah, even cheaper. Um, I, don't, I don't know how it could get cheaper than... It's like when I heard it got it was Nicaragua was like cheaper than Guatemala. It's like how in the world, yeah. how's that even possible? Um, I remember hearing an, like someone say like on a podcast once, it's like uh, Costa Rica you'll get like two dollar beers, Nicaragua it's like dollar beers. So it's like the price difference kind of. Yeah, and um, yeah, it's just so. I don't even know what to say. It's just so crazy, and I, as someone who wasn't on like the the strictest budget, it mm-hmm. was like really no stress yeah. it was like what a good feeling and um yeah also in san pedro it was like full of israelis mm-hmm. um even like you walk in the street there's like signs are in hebrew yeah uh you hear hebrew everywhere even the locals speak hebrew there's even tour guides and spanish teachers and and store vendors that speak hebrew like i went to some town called uh panahachel mm-hmm. it's also like around the lake but it's you have to take a boat there and I start walking through one of the markets and people actually say like, hola, shalom. <laughs> <laughs> the locals is like, what? So crazy. And um, yeah, it's very um, Jewish friendly, I guess. Mm-hmm. There's even for, let's say, even a religious uh, Jewish uh, traveler that could go there and there's kosher restaurants like no in way. San Pedro. Yeah, there's like at least two kosher restaurants. There's probably a Chabad there too, maybe? Yeah. There is. There's one also in Antigua, which I went to. It yeah. was nice. Um, That's just, if you're like a Jewish traveler in these countries, it's like going to Chabad for like a Shabbat dinner. It's like you're missing home. You do Shabbat dinner with them and it's like, everyone's Israeli probably. You're just right. all, you know, sitting around enjoying a meal. Like yeah. someone's playing guitar and at the end of the night it, probably. Like. Exactly. Like it's easy to connect with people. Yeah. Um, in that way, like it's so much easier for me to to connect with an Israeli than, let's say, a Canadian. Like I was at the top of, um, yeah. I was at the top of the volcano, and I I see this guy. He looks literally like, maybe um, if some listeners are from Montreal, is like this guy looked like a Yisperi Katkaniemi, or he looked like <laughs> a he looked like so finished, like like a Tuka Rask or something, yeah. like like a <laughs> Finnish hockey player. So it's like, hey, are you Finnish? He's like, I'm a finished what? It's like, no, nah, man, are you from <laughs> <laughs> the guy? Literally, it's like an asshole. Like, no, <laughs> no, he's like, oh no, I'm German or like something like that. Yeah. He's German, and um, yeah, so I just tell him, 
yeah, you look like a Finnish hockey player. And and um, the guy next to him was Canadian. And mm-hmm. I started speaking with this guy from Montreal. And the guy's telling me he literally grew up in Cotonej, which is the neighborhood. Yeah. Or, like, didn't grow up here. He, he like, lived in Cotonej for a few years. This guy literally lives in the same neighborhood mm. as me, like where I grew up and still live to this day. And, you know, after five minutes, it's like you have nothing to say anymore. It's like yeah. you have nothing else in common with this guy. He's like French-Canadian. Okay. Um, and, you know, hi, bye, on with your day. Hey, salut, toi. Yeah, and that's about it. And then with, um, you know, you kind of just keep it surface level. And that's all. And then, like, with Israelis, it's like you could talk... Uh, start talking about your family, start talking about like deeper things, mm-hmm. uh, career, life, whatever, anything, really education, whatever yeah. you want. And uh, travels, literally everything, like there's almost no topics like that are off topic. And um, yeah, you could just get like that deeper connection with them that uh, you can't get with, uh, with, I don't know, for me, for with other yeah. people. And um, it's I like, love meeting Israelis in different countries. You just yeah. hear the Hebrew and you go, "Alo manishma," and then they're like, they turn their head yeah. and they're like, "Oh wow!" Right? Like even even like, I love meeting Israelis like in Montreal. Even I used to work at a grocery store and I'd hear like an accent. I'm like, "Alo, I'm in the Bavaria. Do you speak Hebrew?" They're like, they look at me, they give me a look. It's like, how do you know I'm Israeli? I'm like, come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like sometimes it almost feels like, oh, you you're meeting like a lost long lo- yeah. a long lost cousin. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Um, at the top of uh, we went, I went hiking two years ago in Spain. And at the top of the mountain in the Pyrenees, we're here, like, it's like an older couple. And they're speaking Hebrew. I'm like, Manishmale, how was the hike? And they're mm-hmm. like, oh, they're... We met an old uh, old Israeli couple in Munich, do you remember? Mm-hmm. And they're, like, mm-hmm. yelling at each other, like, Alo, I'm like, Alo, lama de ravim? Like, why are you arguing? Yeah. <laughs> and the guy, the guy asked me, he's like, And I'm like, yeah, over there. Like, we're near the, the Ober house, whatever. The, yeah. Hofbrauhaus, yeah, and he like is nudges me on the shoulder. He's like, "I'm fucking with you." So it's like it's always nice. It's, it's like the like, the mu- or yeah, whatever they yeah. say. It's like this beer ever. Um, yeah, me too. It's like even in Puerto Rico, we met the Israelis. Mm-hmm. It's like so easy just to talk with them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Iron Dome. And, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> so yeah, even like when I was leaving Guatemala too, it's like I see a guy with a kippa and his wife. And and I just start speaking with uh, with them in Hebrew like Echaya Guatemala Haftem like did you how was I just said in Hebrew like how was Guatemala did you like it all that and yeah we just start talking they're t- telling me where they're going next uh, t- asking them about like uh, uh is there a kosher place to eat and they were going to like Cozumel or something so it's like yeah uh, there's definitely kosher a lot of kosher pl- yeah there's like kosher options there <laughs> um, so yeah we're just like it's like an instant connection it's yeah. like it's effortless and that's something you can find in central america for the most part i think probably mo- like places in mexico guatemala nicaragua costa rica you're gonna find israelis mm-hmm. and we even like in rural parts of the country like you'll see um you'll see out of nowhere like an israeli flag or mm-hmm. you'll see like uh um a gas station called like market shalom or like um Tienda means store, so it's like you'll see something called like Tienda Jerusalem or like weird things like that. It's like, or even I walked in San Pedro, like a little bit out of the tourist area, and like I saw a house with the mezuzah. It's like it's just so strange. It's like it's a really weird mix of culture because it's the other side of the world. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you think like oh, Israelis live in like Miami, New York, even in Cancun. Who knows? And yeah. you hear like middle of nowhere, fucking Guatemala. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> there are some uh, i don't want to give them any bad labels but like there are israelis that you know they uh after the army they like never finished college they they just like settle in in guatemala like yeah in san pedro open a oh, falafel shop yeah. or something it's an easy life to you know if they're fulfilled doing that like not everyone needs to be doctor engineer like just enjoy like you're living in a tropical paradise yeah it's a good point like <laughs> like you said if, if they do feel fulfilled i guess there's nothing i could say about yeah. it but um it's an interesting choice of uh of living but um some israelis hate living in israel and they're like they're like ah. Uh, i had cousins who lived in costa rica for like a year well they, they didn't work out there but they mm. literally moved to costa rica their kid went to like a little pre-k in costa rica mm. that's interesting yeah i guess on on saturdays or friday nights they go to shabbat dinner and stuff like that mm-hmm. they meet they're speaking hebrew constantly because they're a lot of their customer base is yeah. israeli too you, you can go to guatemala and not know like a spanish and like <laughs> manage with hebrew there it's like really not funny, not yeah yeah it's not true. everywhere but like <laughs> how do you think Israelis do it like hey we speak the English and they yeah. like you'll hear Yo, like, I I couldn't believe it I thought that these people like would um would like learn Spanish well before going I, that's what because in Panama like this um, person I met very briefly like we took a taxi together from the airport to uh to like her hostel mm-hmm. uh, we split a cab and she like spoke perfect spanish so i was like okay this must be how all israelis do it like i guess that's a smart way of doing it and then i met other israelis this time no spanish is like few words broken english and they get by like a lot some a lot speak good english but a lot also broken english and you know they still get by and um there's a will there's a way it's it's very impressive and um and yeah, they're, they're not scared of anything. They, they just do their thing. They were in the army. You know, they, they've been through bullshit. They, yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and that's another thing. Like, San Pedro was... Um, I think it, the whole trip was exactly what I needed. It was like... Uh, it was busy, but I also was able to, like, unwind. Yeah. So, like... I can't imagine Guatemala being, like, a stressful... Like, maybe nah. traveling between, like, the big cities. Maybe, but like, I can't imagine it being, like, a stressful lifestyle there. You're going in the, the lake. You're going to, like, get a local restaurant. You're walking through the market. Like, there's stuff going on, but it's not, like... Everyone, I need to see this. I need to see this. I need to see this. Like... No, not at all. You, like, go at your own pace. Yeah. Um, yeah, nothing... Never felt crazy. It's like... Even the markets when they're busy, it's like like yeah. you said, it you don't feel stressed. It's just like it's kind of exciting. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Also, if it's too much for you, just leave. And um, you know, it's just a very chill place. Yeah. Especially like outside of the the main city, it's totally relaxed. Yeah. Um, totally feel safe too yeah. the whole time. That's good. Um, that, that's something I think people would be wondering about. You hear Guatemala, you know, it's like next to Mexico. You don't know how dangerous Mexico is sometimes, yeah, exactly. but like. Uh, I think I think these countries definitely get a bad rep for mm-hmm. danger. Stay, yeah. you, you listen, you look for danger, you find it. You stay yeah. away from danger, you you won't find it. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, that's the thing. If if you're, you really have to look for trouble. If uh, yeah, you continue walking down the streets in La Perla and San Juan, Puerto Rico, it's like you're gonna get fucking mugged. <laughs> like ten, like yeah, if you're curf- going at night or whatever, it's curfew like, time. Like at good that luck. Point, you're you're looking for problems. When but- we when we were walking there, I had a gut feeling this guy came up to us, was offering us fucking drugs, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? If you guys want to continue, continue. I'm gonna go back. 
and you guys followed me. And you, <laughs> you guys like yeah. Sometimes you like, especially after we fucking passed the guy with like the old car, but he had a little fucking chihuahua, and we right. were like, oh, like uh, me gusta tu carro oh, or right, something. Right, right. And he looked, gave us a look. We're like, okay, now it's time to go. Yeah, like this isn't the most welcoming area. Yeah, and also it's like um, when you're in an area and it's like just guys mm-hmm. it's also uh suspicious yeah it's like we were walking there like why are there just guys it's like usually if it's uh if it's like a mix of guys and girls you're like okay it's, it's just a normal get together going on mm-hmm. then you're like well, yeah why is just it only guys like, just mm. yeah just dudes at night it's like don't want to be there um yeah. and yeah so that was the thing it was like there was never stress when i was there um let's say in the morning you like you take your time when it comes to breakfast like let's say let's say in my room by itself we were like six people at some like some nights we were four people some nights we were six some nights five but it was like me a german person and like the rest were israeli so mm-hmm. it was cool it was like always around uh always felt comf- comfortable in that sense around the brethren yeah it's like yeah you don't have to worry too much about your belongings and things like that yeah um and then yeah you take your time you you like eat breakfast with uh with the like the new friends that you make or the mm. people that are is that it like a room. buffet style breakfast for the most part or no, no. it's like um you have a, a menu type of thing mm-hmm. and they come to you they ask you what you want or some of the places there's just one option so like yeah. some places oh actually no guatemala city was kind of buffet style but it was mm-hmm. like not many options it was like pancakes fruits whatever that was just, at the hotel or at the was yeah it? the buffet yeah. was at the hotel yeah and um yeah. american style buffet breakfast yeah exactly and um yo i remember at getting like uh going in different direction like yeah different directions now like different parts of the trip but yeah in the in that hotel it's like when you go to the most expensive places that's when you get the least things for free it's yeah. like at the cheap places you'll get like breakfast included mm-hmm. like at the hostels like free wi-fi unlimited coffee like all these things um and then at the expensive places it's like bro the, the coffee was um 30 quetzales in the expensive place and and a night at a hostel was 40 quetzales <laughs> it's like bro what and that was like with that's one expensive uh, cup of bean juice yeah my god and it was um I went down that was the last night to get the coffee and uh yeah the last morning i guess i went to get the coffee and i get the bill it was like 145 it was like no no no. i tell the guy like come back it's like he charged me for as if i like had from the whole buffet i was like man i just asked you for a coffee and that's it just charge me for the coffee yeah. <laughs> say so, yeah, i changed my bill and um yeah so now i'm gonna get back to uh san pedro yeah it was, it's very easy to meet people so if you're like, if you're someone who's thinking of traveling by yourself or even with like a friend or two, mm-hmm. it's going to be really easy to mingle with people. Um, it was like the first or second night I got invited to a party. Um, that was awesome. It was like in the day, like let's say after breakfast, like you play some volleyball with whoever, yeah. uh, whoever else is staying there um, at the hostel. It was like it was very, very fun. Um, so that's why I, I was like, I didn't feel the need to do as much, um, let's say, sightseeing or mm-hmm. whatever. I was like, you see the nature, you see like the old town, and then you're good. 
yeah you see the market and like now it's time to chill with friends now it's time to like relax exactly you had a long you know non-stop school so it's like yeah it's time to take a break exactly like there were times where i was thinking like i don't want to waste any days here you know mm-hmm. and i was like so what if i waste a day yeah. <laughs> like spend less money deserve you know? it it's yeah. like yeah why not um but no thank thankfully i didn't actually i don't feel like i wasted any days there any days that were more on the relaxed side i, I feel like i deserved it yeah. <laughs> or it was like or i earned it whatever you want to say but um yeah it was cool um what else after san pedro after meeting like i met very nice people in san pedro i i met um one of the people i went on a hike with in the volcano i i met up with one of that people one of those people Mm -hmm. at some point um yeah what else and then i think it was just like back to antigua at that point i wasn't feeling amazing but it was fine anyways it was like it was raining a lot Mm -hmm. towards the end so it was like the last two days i would say it was more just relaxing um you know buying souvenirs yeah um you know just things like that and and then it was that was it It was i went to the the to the nice hotel like the last night and uh and then i left and then i went to texas to houston houston yeah and that was cool it was like it was nice to be back in uh like a first world country it was like even it was like (laughs) even like going to like um wash your hands at like a at like a automatic sink was like yeah. ooh a luxury you know <laughs> it was like the the toilet the not the toilet paper the hand uh, to the, wipe your hands yeah the, it was like it comes out by itself yeah. it's like ooh you know <laughs> very very fancy luxury like, yeah um it's like reverse bougie. yeah bro it was also um you've never been to a country where you have to, when you use the bathroom you have to throw the toilet paper in a trash bin have you you've never been to a country like that it's oh, like where you can't you flush after the, you wipe and no, 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 no. yeah so guatemala is like that uh, uh-huh brutal yeah i know uh, it's just uh <laughs> i don't know why i to <laughs> don't want to be the janitor there <laughs> yeah um thank god in puerto rico they had like decent plumbing for the most i think even no. i think even drinking water was fine right what no, now? at some point you remember in the mountain and ashoya ashoya where we stayed at the like dingy motel that was actually nice but it was like bro when the fuck okay yeah 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 i forgot what the fucking water pressure was so bad there i think we had to throw out the toilet paper in the in the garbage can right. i was like nasty that's true yeah ashuya Ashu- Ash- no i'm forgetting Jahayuya. yeah kind of next to hayuya i'm sorry puerto rican listeners <laughs> we visited so many places there yeah I, even puerto ricans don't go there so yeah um <laughs> how would you compare i know it was completely different trips would you recommend both kind of trips to people? Like, let's say for for Guatemala, it's like very much backpacking, very much like on the fly, don't really plan anything, you just kind of go with the flow. And then Puerto Rico is like a little bit more planning. We we booked some places in advance, and like you had the car, rent a car, obviously. It's two completely different places. But would you recommend like, would you recommend both styles of travel depending on your budget, depending who you're with? Yeah. So uh, Puerto Rico is going to be uh more expensive yeah it's, it's part of be, the states yeah. yeah exactly it's gonna be um yeah you do have to plan more because you're gonna have to rent a car mm-hmm. in puerto rico you're gonna have to your options for where to stay are gonna be more limited yeah did we even like i know we didn't want to do hostels to begin with just because 
COVID situation. Yeah, this was before um, you got vaccines but or anything. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That was like totally different time yeah. period. Um, December, January of 2021. Mm-hmm. December 2020, January 2021. Exactly. And um, hostels, I don't even think they were an option. It was like... This probably is, not. Yeah, so I guess if you want an introduction to Latin America, it's a good way to start uh to get into it yeah. you know you could practice your spanish you could um you could practice spanish there jesus yeah the spanish is a little interesting but yeah, especially with the masks exactly it's still useful i guess for reading signs and mm-hmm. i guess getting comfortable pare not alto yeah that's true and um what else yeah it's, it's um yeah you're gonna have to plan more because um in a lot of these places um, in Guatemala, you could just show up in a town and um, find a place to stay mm-hmm. and, you know, easily just walk into any hostel and be like, can I stay the night? And mm-hmm. they'll give you a dorm room. In um, Puerto Rico, you're going to have to, like, look in advance, uh, Airbnbs, yeah, things like hotels, that. Like- but, you know, like I said, you could practice your Spanish there. You could yeah. practice um, packing light which yeah. is um i think fun. yo i, I, I feel it. like i feel like if we didn't do that backpacking thing i would be so not lost but like yeah i was so much more prepared yeah. for guatemala because of that i had that experience of i can't packing. imagine going back to like a suitcase i would much rather like just not unless i'm going to israel where let's say i have to bring things for people or something but like mm-hmm. fucking suitcase forget about it yeah i can't even um even like a carry-on is like a pain in the ass yeah imagine imagine you brought a carry-on with you and you had to like go through all these towns with the f- little thing oh my getting God. on the fucking motorcycle taxi with the carry-on. You- Car- yo this um yeah guatemala like don't <laughs> anyone listening like don't ever go there with the suitcase like no there's no just need don't just it's like wear the same pair of shorts you know you're fine girl yeah up. not only is there no need but it's like how are you gonna get around it's like yeah i don't know it's it's um uh, because every day, any day you could be in a different town, any day you could be in a different place. And what if you have to take, uh, you have to take shuttles, let's say, mm-hmm. you have to take buses, um, even chicken buses, what, you're going to come on with a suitcase? Yeah. It's like, um, I don't think people our age go there with a suitcase for the most part. You bring, a, you bring a backpack. Yeah. And I had the, definitely the smallest backpack. So yeah. even though I was considering like, I don't want to get a big backpack, but I would get a... Um, if I do plan like more backpacking trips in the future, mm-hmm. maybe I'll get a, a backpack that's more suitable for yeah. traveling. Like that's cause, um, better on your back too. Yeah. Better yeah. on the back because, um, even for the hike, it was like people, they give you the option to either carry your bags yourself or pay someone to, uh, to carry them for you. Yeah. Like a, a porter, a porter. I was like, no, nah, I'm not using no porters. Yeah. Like, I'm a capable guy. He's like 23 years old. I'm not going to use a porter. Big boy. Yeah. And, um, you know, I'm fit and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, my, I'm not going to complain. It wasn't, it wasn't that heavy in my bag, but everyone was like, not, I was just noticing how other people's bags were much, were meant for this. Cause mm-hmm. like I didn't, uh, come in bringing a bag that was like meant for backpacking. It, it's yeah. just a backpack um just a simple one yeah like a one you'd bring to like school yeah exactly it's uncomfortable to like it's probably wears on your shoulder a little bit That's yeah you need the ones with like the strap 
like mm-hmm. uh, the strap around your waist i think or it's around your, almost on your stomach yeah and it's a lot more comfortable yeah so i would consider buying a different kind next time mm-hmm. similar size maybe a tiny bit bigger but yeah. no nah, I, I don't really like big but yeah because these like when you if you backpack like central america south america like you only need two pairs of shorts max like mm-hmm. get get those shorts that don't stink up really fast and you know you're gonna wash some shirts here and there but like yeah pack light it's always better you're gonna we've spoken about this in the in the, the past mm-hmm. just pack light it's so much yeah. better and also the thing i like about my backpack as opposed to the traveler ones mm-hmm. is that you just look like less of a traveler yeah it's like when you have that big you like you stand out so much yeah when they have those big backpacks that are like you know you see like some of these girls let's say solo travelers or they're just backpackers yeah. that are like five two or five feet and yeah. like their backpack is like almost Weighs their height is like yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like 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 you stand out like that like you don't need a you don't need these big bag like you can do laundry it's not yeah. hard. like bring medication with you i guess like that kind of oh, stuff true. and like yeah toiletries you can buy there like yeah to bring a toothbrush that's right yeah toothbrush um, was clutch i mean that's like one of the most important things yeah i think was a toothbrush chargers you like and then like two pairs of like a few pairs of clothes like you're and you're mm-hmm. fine yeah like in puerto rico i think i brought two or three pairs of shorts i wore one pair of shorts the entire trip so easy to manage. i slept in them i walked in them i didn't wash them i washed them like once or twice <laughs> then i put my face in them and smelt them i didn't smell anything i didn't right. I, I didn't have covid i didn't smell <laughs> anything and i was like you yeah. know what these shorts are good i'm gonna wear them for the rest of the trip yeah especially like when you're with the boys or, or when you're with like other backpackers like everyone's, everyone's disgusting yeah. yeah it's like that's another thing the funny thing that when i um when i left when i boarded the plane from panama to mm-hmm. guatemala i was looking around all the um, the local people, they look nice, they look presentable, they're wearing, you know, regular clothing. And then I see the white people. Uh, all the white people look like bums. So I was like, bro, the white people look like homeless. Yeah. I was like, what the hell? Yeah. Like, man, it, you it can was tell so who's, funny. A, who's backpacking. Yeah, like, they look like, ugh, uncapped. It's like, yeah. what, like a bunch of hobos. It's like <laughs> really, really funny. Beard and like long hair. And- yeah, literally like just like i said like uncapped yeah, yeah growing their hair out like really why, weird why would you grow your hair out, out in these countries the haircuts are yeah. so cheap exactly. how much did you pay for your haircut like a dollar oh my yeah. god and they do a nice job yeah. too they do the, beard, like, the do beard, beard too yeah yeah they'll give you a nice shape up yeah. um yeah how that's the thing i would be getting haircuts like yeah. more often you'd be you'd be like fresher than kanye west mm-hmm. with his haircut yeah <laughs> <All> the haircuts <laughs> yeah fresh cut straight yeah. out the salon yeah. um <laughs> yeah no they do they're like meticulous over there um the, does everyone there have like a decent haircut for the most part like local people yeah like you'll see people with like fresh cuts most of the time i think so yeah because i think in puerto rico Young people for sure in puerto rico like everyone always had like a fresh cut yeah i think it's a it's a latino thing mm-hmm. to have like to be presentable in general be fresh, yeah but like the haircut is always very important mm-hmm. haircut and, and shoes yeah i, I remember know. in puerto rico uh, everyone had nice shoes i know that was the thing i was like that was the thing in like antigua it's like you could tell who's the latino travelers because a lot of the travelers they're not just white people mm-hmm. they're not just um you know americans europeans Even and mexicans. canadians also plenty of mexicans maybe maybe south americans like yeah. colombians too yeah. i don't know uh dominicans even i i seen okay. um yeah and it's like it's so obvious to tell like they dress like 
white people go there like maybe canadians are like so concerned about getting mugged and then you see like the latino travelers are like dressed in their flies clothes and like oh my just God. dressed like really nice and i was like wow it's like just nothing's wrong with jeans and a t-shirt or shorts and a tee and a black t-shirt like yeah yeah i mean <laughs> they're, they're a bit different you know they're, yeah. they're, they it's do cultural. a lot of things for yeah exactly yeah. like they're all about the pictures too you know? yeah yeah uh, yeah but yeah it's funny like the the shoes and everything is is big for them um oh, yeah, i forgot you met dominicans and were dominicans from the states or dominicans from the dr yeah so one of them was born in the states mm-hmm. and the other was um was uh born and raised in the dominican but uh lives in like jersey new york yeah mm-hmm. are all dominicans in the states live? <laughs> yeah yo i i saw this um you know how instagram they have like those uh those things about uh demographics like uh demographics in new york let's yeah, say yeah, so it's yeah. like i think like there's more dominicans than jews in new york wow something like that it was like they had jews in new york yeah it was like number one was like italian at whatever million yeah, yeah, yeah. and then it was like dominican jewish, jewish. It was like, wow a lot yeah. of dominicans um that's what i hear too that like a lot of the old neighborhoods that were like used to be italian used to be whatever are becoming dominican dominican it's interesting it's like such a such a do they have such a big population like back in their country i feel like there's more dominicans or equal dominicans in abroad as are and like in the dr that's yeah. another country i want to i wouldn't mind like doing a puerto rico style trip mm-hmm. i think they have hostels out there i think it's like kind of yeah. common like there's all the resorts but like i'd right. avoid those because we're young and we're not boring right <laughs> <laughs> if, if there's like some really nice somehow crazy budget resort like yeah that would be cool yeah. but uh just for the experience but otherwise like a, it's like i feel like a nice road trip you know 10 days around the dr you know you start in santa domingo spend two days there you know mm-hmm. drive out into the countryside you know go to the coast wherever i feel like that would be like a fun time mm-hmm. yeah yo really gotta gotta like get a group together someday and yeah even like three people four people five yeah. people whatever five is already a lot but five is a lot I, th- I think max four would be yeah. perfect even like four people like do a, a nice trip even consider uh central america or something. yeah it's like that would be amazing it's like maybe um like south of mexico down yeah. to belize and like oh belize yeah, yeah. I have, a, I have a my friend julian he like he listens to this podcast shout out julian um he's telling me after this after one of our podcasts about central and south america he's like i want to go he's like i want to go there he's like he's a big he's into fishing he's like a lot of cool fishing places in brazil a lot of cool fishing places in um in uh belize too that's what yeah, yeah. so he's like i want to go to belize and like i was like shit really damn yeah i mean i'd love to to like go with him some places yeah like even if he went to Guatemala and like fished in Lake uh, Atitlan, like that would be one of the most beautiful places like yeah. he ever fished. It's yeah. like it'd be hard to concentrate on the fishing because yeah, the it's place so is nice. so beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope he, you know, com- like combine, not combine, but like you know his passion of fishing and like combine that with traveling and yeah. and that's like what a cool mix. It's like we got to take him on one of our trips. He'd enjoy it. I, mm-hmm. Like I was talking to, I was talking to like a, a few people about like would you be able to live out in backpacks? Some people say yes, some people say no, some people are willing to try, which I love to see. Yeah. Know? Like I feel like some of our friends probably wouldn't want to, but like 
you saw in, in Puerto Rico, we had such an easy time. Bradley brought Easier. like Brad brought like one pair of pants, and the man <laughs> lived. It was insane. <laughs> I gotta like shout out, like gotta respect that. Mm-hmm. Like I wish I could. Like I would fucking do that if it's I true. could. His bag was smaller than ours. Yeah, he brought like some little bag, and I was like, okay, like yeah. you do you, man. Like yeah, I, like it's very impressive. It was. Yeah. It was cool. Just you know, not needing much clothes it's like also that's that's like one of the coolest things about traveling yeah. in these places like you're not impressing anyone it's yeah, like why pack your entire house mm-hmm. bring one maybe button up if you want to feel fancy schmancy one day and then you're yeah. chilling for the rest of the, th- the trip right it's like other trips sometimes you feel like um i don't know there's like you gotta dress fresh every day you gotta dress nah. differently every day because you know pictures or you, you don't want to have the same thing on yeah. a few days in a row whatever even it's in like, europe i dress bro. like a schlep yeah and, and yeah exactly you shouldn't care but in these places it's like you're not going there to flex i think that was like one of the beauties of of traveling there yeah i was speaking with israelis and and i was like you know no canadians like that i know come here or even talk about guatemala right. they're like what because like over there it's yeah. like everyone's talking about central america south yeah. america southeast asia yeah it's like that's all they care about they, they don't care about uh you know they'll visit paris they'll visit these places no they'll problem visit but like, when they're like younger or with their family or like you know when they have a girlfriend yeah, or something or definitely. like a boyfriend like or like uh, let's say they're short on time let's say they only have a few days off like yeah or a week off and they're in israel like yeah. they're not gonna go to central no, america you're gonna they're, go to budapest yeah, you're gonna go exactly. to berlin or, you're gonna go to paris exactly and they like couldn't believe they're like no one your age goes to guatemala i was like no it's like, and it's so close compared yeah. to them it's like so was, much closer yeah i was like i was telling them that in north american culture is like traveling is uh it's a status thing it's like mm-hmm. guatemala is not a flex you know you dominican republic is a flex to go yeah. to the, the resort mexico is a flex to go to the resort exactly like everything's got to be picture Costa perfect Rica. yeah or yeah or even you know europe if you're even wealthy you know italy all that yeah um yeah it's like you gotta everyone wants that picture perfect moment and you know guatemala is like real deal it's like it's beautiful but also it's it's rough yeah but so it's like um yeah they were just shocked at like how different our uh outlook on travel is yeah it's like uh how it's more of a status thing like Ah, oh, Ken, Corim is a poser. <laughs> I, was like, I was laughing a lot. It's like they call it <laughs> poser. Yeah, posers. Um, but yeah, so I w- I would love for the culture here to change and like yeah. for people to appreciate to that wanna, kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yo, this place is like what an interesting culture. It's like so much more in- intriguing and interesting than other places I've been to. Mm-hmm. Um, I was yeah. I feel like some cool places to like backpack depending on how like uh strong you are with backpacking i think like easy is probably europe southeast asia uh, even like japan korea and you get a little harder you get central america south america even harder you get central asia and then india mm, it's like it's true like i'm just thinking about backpacking like where the hell can you yeah, go like like there's some places that are super backpack friendly like india like um southeast asia central america mm-hmm. there's places it's a little more difficult yeah but um europe it's easy but price-wise it's more difficult right unless you like couch yeah. surf or something you know the thing is like i really do um i do agree that there is levels to to traveling and stuff mm-hmm. um but sometimes i kind of think you, you just from what i realize like if you just keep waiting and waiting to like go up another level go up you like sometimes you just gotta throw yourself into yeah. a situation 
And I think that's what I did. And, you know, I was very, I was uncomfortable at first. Yeah. And now you're ready everything. for a bigger challenge. Yeah. Like the first day, like no joke, the first day, everything put me on edge. Like I saw dudes on motorcycles because like, I know that in, maybe it's Honduras or something. They have laws against, um, against like two people sitting on a motorcycle because it's like, uh, it's easy to do like a hit and run or, yeah. or, or yeah. Like one, guy, one guy drives, one guy like yeah, drive by pulls shooting. out a gun and like robs you or shoots you. Exactly. So they have laws against that. So like. I was seeing two people on uh, motorcycles and I would get stressed not knowing that it's yeah. freaking Uber. It's like, bro, it's, <laughs> you were one of those guys at some out? point. Yeah. I was like, Oh, Oh my God. Just two guys on a motorbike. What are they going to yeah. do? Bro, it's Uber. It's like, relax. It's like, and then I was like, uh, getting nervous from like tinted windows. It's like, bro, relax. <laughs> it's how it is. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I don't know. It's just what they do. Maybe like, Maybe also it's like during the day it gets really sunny and it's yeah. like maybe the, you need some shade, you know, or else the, it gets too hot inside the car. Yeah. Like, what do I know? It's like, yeah, just don't be so stressed. It's like at first maybe things will put you on edge, but just relax. It's everything's fine. Everything yeah. turned out beautiful. And um, I met amazing people. Yeah, I think you had um, probably one of your best travel experiences by far. Yeah, I would say so. Like definitely you, one of the most meaningful that's going to yeah. like... Uh, stay with me for a long time when you told me five days before you're going that you booked the flight because you literally booked it five days before i was like oh, i was so excited for you yeah I was like so happy i was like shit this is like gonna be a crazy trip like yeah i could come obviously and that's the thing it was like for me it was like it was that stress because there were so many unknowns it was like are things gonna turn out fine like am i gonna be able to uh to make my way around the country like and at the end of the day i did it you know everything worked out it all worked out like I couldn't believe how smoothly, like, the trip went. I, I really couldn't believe it. Right. Um, the only, like, that's the thing is, like, I said this before, but, like, uh, not today, but another day, that, like, some people, everything could go right, and they'll still, like, find things to complain about. Mm -hmm. Like, even though I did have a few bumps along the way, like, not along the way, but, like, at the end, for example, I um, I was, like, in the airport, and then uh, oh, yeah. all of a sudden I get up, I'm, like, check my pockets and my passport is gone and i'm like in guatemala getting ready to leave it's like man if, if i can't find this like i can't get I, I won't be able to go home like it's gonna take a while until yeah. i get a new passport like go to the embassy all that but um you know everything worked out i yeah. a few minutes later i'm walking around checking at like every gate almost like checking the seats and you know i found it also in the end like um when i was when i had to um what do you call it check into my flight mm -hmm. um also like i was having trouble uh trouble because i booked it with united but it was like a air canada flight mm -hmm. so i was trying to check in on the air can on the air canada app and the united app both not working i'm gonna not say her name for privacy reasons but like i contact like my argentinian friend just like tell her what's going on and um you know without hesitation she's like oh do you want me to like check in on the on the computer for you i was like oh my god yeah that would be amazing and like she did it and you see like just it worked and everything just works out in the end and yeah it was such a nice gesture like legit like helped me get home yeah. like i would have had to like go to because at that point i was like already past security and you know how there's desks like when you enter the yeah. airport like the gate where you could the check in desk, yeah yeah so i'm already past that i would like have to leave the airport 
yeah. kind of i don't know how i would even do that and like have to go back in through security would have been like a whole mess a nightmare but yeah i was like she managed to do that help me and like sent me my boarding pass I was like wow what a what a nice gesture and so yeah just like for everything i just kept being grateful and yeah i felt like everything just worked out so well and uh it really yeah. it really sucks that like you got an email from school that your last class was online <laughs> you could have stayed you could have gone to nicaragua i know and, like extended your trip yeah that been amazing. i know it's like the the people that i was like close with at the very end were like heading on a bus like the day after or something to nicaragua like a 20 hour bus ride through, through el salvador, el salvador through and honduras. honduras like man that, that would have been an amazing journey yeah and also of course i wanted to continue traveling but you know whatever it was time to go home the the trip was too short but at least i i'm grateful that i had that experience mm-hmm. um of course i would have liked it to be longer but you know it, it happened it was great it was perfect and maybe who knows maybe if it was longer wouldn't have been that great and not that it wouldn't have been that great but who knows what could have happened yep. so i think it was like it was perfect it was and there's always other opportunities in the future hopefully yeah, yeah exactly next time with the homies too you know of course yeah that's the thing is like i'm not i didn't finish that trip and i'm like oh i only want to travel solo now you yeah. know how many times yeah. i was thinking in my head like i wish the homies were here yeah of course that's that's a natural thing to to it's, think about but it's always fun to share these moments with friends exactly but i felt also lucky enough that i was able to go back at the end of the day and and share some of my experiences yeah. with you guys and you know talk it over and whatever and so in that sense also i didn't feel alone alone you right. know i was uh we were still communicating throughout maybe yeah. like not as well as usual but yeah, still no, i think pretty good yeah, yeah. i had a, i had a up-to-date normally on the trip it was, exactly. it was fun to see too how, all the videos everything all the pictures like yeah i felt like i was almost there yeah, i was working that, at home working from home looking at your videos I was like, <laughs> Fuck, i wish i was there yeah that was my intention yeah. kind of like make you feel like you're yeah. along the journey with me and um yeah i'm just happy how it all turned out maybe like you'll have one of your own journeys like this one day who knows maybe yeah, yeah maybe like I'm not wishing you that this happens, but like maybe no one will be available at one time yeah. and you're like itching, ready to go. And yeah, you like, yeah. you have a place in mind. Maybe other people are, are not, not interested, but like not available. Yeah. And, um, you know, you go have the time of your life and, and you get to share that with me. I, I would feel so yeah, lucky, yeah. you know? Um, but yeah, <laughs> what, what else can I say? Yeah. It, was, it was a cool time. I was, I just, uh, I definitely suggest anyone else that's uh, thinking about solo travel, like give it a try. Definitely do it. Um, there was one day in Puerto Rico, I think, where you guys were in El Yunque, and I kind of had the day to myself. I kind of felt like I was solo traveling. It mm-hmm. was chill. It was yeah, nice. it's true. It's true. And um, yeah, I'm not going to talk too much about solo travel because I already did yeah. that. But like, yeah, meeting people is easy. It's just uh, it's a it's a very fun time. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah also like that's another thing it's like don't plan too much it's like just leave some things for surprise like be flexible just like you don't even need to happen you don't even need a plan where you stay that night that's how crazy yeah it is. exactly it's like that night i was like where am i gonna sleep tonight it's like it's so cool but it's like it's not that hard to figure out because um yeah there's a million other there's mm-hmm. like so many other people like yeah. you in that area so it's uh it's very backpacker friendly right yeah Yeah. i don't know what to say do you have any like uh final thoughts yeah any questions thoughts like 
I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you, you pushed yeah. yourself to go. I wish I could have come, but I have like prior responsibilities. Yeah. Um, in the future, I hope, you know, continue. Obviously, we continue the travel streak. Yeah, of okay. course. Hopefully. When okay. when did we start the travel streak? 2017. Yeah. 2017 was New Jersey and like the States. 2018 was Birthright, Germany. Uh, 2019 was Spain and Portugal. 2020 slash 2021 was yeah, Puerto man. 2021, Rico. 2021, we were still like traveling, traveling together. So yeah. Even even though 2020 we'll was like a... Yeah. <laughs> hopefully 2022. Mm-hmm. Mexico, hopefully. Yeah, that would be cool. You know, have my stepbrother's wedding. So it's like an excuse to go to Mexico. Why not? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If you, we, have a, we have a list in the future for places we want to go, obviously. Mm-hmm. We all have something in mind. Colombia at some point. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. But yeah. And it was cool, like, what I was saying about these levels, it was, like, levels to traveling, it was, like, I can't believe how I just, like, the most, quote-unquote, dangerous place or least developed or third world country that I've ever been to is, like, my first solo travel. It's, yeah. like, it's crazy. People think first solo travel, oh, you're going to Denmark, you're going to, like, Europe, you're going to Yeah, France. maybe, yeah, maybe go to, like, London or something, yeah. like, go to England. You went to fucking Guatemala. <laughs> yeah. It's, like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, don't overthink things. Like, yeah. I'm telling you guys, like, don't overthink it. It's like... I'll put it this way. If you walk into a pool, slowly through the shallow end, your nuts are going to get cold and you're going you're to you're gonna want to get out. You're not going to go all the way in. If you jump head first from the diving board into the deep end, you're going to have the time of your life. You're gonna get, you're gonna, it's going to like it's gonna hit you like a train, but you're going to get used to it real fast. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. It's true. The first few days, I did feel like I was in a different world, like so different and then a few days later i was so yeah. used to, i felt so so comfortable it was like i could stay here for longer and jump head first into the deep end that's all we gotta say that's all yeah. i gotta say and um if if you guys haven't listened to to the episode about budget travel <laughs> why we love budget travel all that give it a listen give it a listen uh because you know everything we we talked about it, it was proven in in that trip like you know, back then we, we spoke from research, mm-hmm. from a research perspective, all that. And now we could talk like from a from a real experience mm-hmm. uh, perspective. And and I think it's very special. Um, yeah, I guess that's it. Yeah. Nothing else to add? Nothing else. We, we did it perfectly. Awesome. Yeah, I, th- this was amazing. It, it felt so natural because there was no uh, no preparation, no yeah. notes, no whatever. It's just uh, two homies talking about. A trip. Yeah, just conversation. Um, so maybe maybe it was all over the place uh so sorry listeners for that like i think you'll enjoy it anyway so yeah thank you all for listening thank you guys and uh we'll we'll uh yeah (laughs) we'll we'll see see you next time time. Yeah. yeah peace